Welcome to the sixth episode of Instant Noodles, a podcast where I talk to individuals in their 20s about ideas such as identity, work culture, relationships, and life in general. On today's episode, I have with me Om Shetty. This 25-year-old who is passionate about wildlife, especially reptiles, and taking long bike rides, shares with me his journey of nurturing dreams, coping with rejection, and finding his gang that are both comforting and fun to be with. Nothing warms Om's heart more than a good chicken curry, piping hot chai, and an evening spent in the company of friends. I am your host, Meher Zariwala. Hi, Om. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. It's great to have you with me and I'm really looking forward to spending the next hour or so listening to your story. So before we start, uh, how do you like your instant noodles? Um, I like YY. Apart from that, I like top ramen, uh, especially the Indian curry flavor. It's like my favorite. And is like just the way they have it or do you mix it up with some things? So if I wanted extra spice, I add chilies to it, like the top ramen I'm talking about and uh, lots of ketchup into it. So that's my like, if I wanted extra spice, others I just go for the normal standard top ramen. All right, great. So um, I know... Um, over the last, of course, 10 years, some very different things have happened. But um, if I had to ask you, uh, what are some of the things that really stand out uh, over this last maybe 8 to 10 years, uh, what would you like to share? Mm-hmm. So 8 to 10 years, I graduated from my bachelor's degree, BBA. And after that, I did my GMAT then got enrolled into Rochester Institution. then got out of Rochester institution, like not completing it, they decided to close the course by themselves. <laughs> I went back to hunting colleges. Okay, so um, how's, the, how's the whole experience been, you know, uh, going to college? You want to share some things from there? College was fun. Uh, it's, it's not what people tell you because each individual have their own experience of college. I think it's about uh, the people you mingle with and uh, the environment that you create for yourself in the college. You know, uh, I think the right people, right environment plays a major role in college. Yeah. So is there, when you talk about uh, the environment and the experience you create, anything mm-hmm. that was unique to your experience that you want to share? So after PU, a degree college was like a whole new world for me. Right? I didn't know anyone there and uh, I was looking forward to make a lot of friends. So there'll be a stage in the beginning of college that you enter and your main aim is to make friends, you know, because you don't be the loner in the entire campus. Right. So your main aim is like make a lot of friends, like as big as the group you can get. So that's what happened to me also. So I think in the first semester, I had a big group of friends. And uh, so since it's the first semester, everything is very nice and cozy and it's all first class uh, and it all was well until this group where i was was showing the side effects of bad effects towards me 
it was not mentally healthy for me and the people they were not good for me right so i did end up in trouble with because of few people and uh, that took a big uh, role in my mental health for the first three semesters right and that's when i thought okay it's time for me to cut my ways with these this group otherwise my rest of the way uh, of the college is going to be hard for me so i cut my way with these people and i took my time and without me knowing i was in a group which was actually healthy mentally and emotionally for me i mean they were great they were supportive at like when they are to be and they were fun to be with so if i compare these two groups i'm like maybe if i waited a little longer to meet them or get to know people better and then choose your friends and your group maybe that would have been a way easier and much healthier option than rather than just going in and just hugging everyone and making everybody your best friends or right. friends and then later regretting it so what were the red flags with this group you know that you were friends with that the ones that you felt were not really good for you so when you're in a group you are not supposed to feel alone or you're not supposed to pretend to be someone else right you are not supposed to hide from people if you're with them right and i was like hiding from them i was not sharing anything with them because i know they wouldn't care for what i was going through or if something had happened or something like that so it was not working out for me it was just affecting me and i was just taking it i and i'm a person who doesn't share much even if i'm going through a lot of things i just don't share but only when i started feeling like mentally uh, detached from them that's when i and like okay these are not my people any people who can who i can reflect like who can reflect me also right um so when you were sharing about the last couple of years you were also talking about this this whole thing about getting into a college abroad uh, yeah. and then actually <laughs> not finishing that so do you want to talk a little bit about that so i finished my college in 2018 and uh, so the last semester of my college i started preparing for gmat and once gmat was done we started applying for colleges right out of which rochester institute of technology uh, i got into right when i got my uh, letter covid started right so i couldn't travel so i ended up doing one semester online right and after that uh, the next semester i everything started opening up consulates were open so i applied for visa in hyderabad and uh, i attended the interview and they rejected my visa they rejected your yeah. visa they rejected okay. my visa thing saying that prob- probable immigrant or something the, the moment that lady said uh, as of now your visa is rejected please take this form and you can try, try again after the words rejected i couldn't hear anything else it was like blank out like it was like zoned out and from the consulate till i reached dad my body was like frozen because i don't like all these years like whatever i spent it's really been preparing for this for going abroad and yeah. studying and now there's a full stop to that like i don't know what to do next you know because of pandemic i couldn't go and like, okay once it opens i'll go now i have been rejected of my visa right like i was so emotionally and mentally connected with this us hmm. education part right and now that the rejection has happened i didn't know how to take it right and i didn't want to cry because even dad will cry <laughs> 
<laughs> but we both ended up crying that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, I didn't want to come back to Bangalore. Mm. Because coming back to Bangalore would mean what's next. Mm. And I didn't want to face the reality that it's been rejected and I have to go back and do something about it. I was not in the position to think what's next. Right. And uh, so I told dad. So we had a two day road trip around because he had some work. And after two days, we went to Bangalore. And when we went to Bangalore, that's when it hit me, you know, that uh, my visa got rejected because uh, all my friends are uh, in US, Canada, or wherever. And now I'm the only person here. And now it's going, the only chance that I had, even that is hmm. gone. So, so how did you, I mean, what was your, I, I know it was hard. Yeah. Um, what was your response once you came back home? What did you do? Oh, my response to, to the rejection was really bad. So I was trying to make peace with it, but I was not actually making peace with it because I started isolating myself uh, inside the house. So I used to go to office in the morning, come back home, room. Okay. Leave the room, go to gym, back to room. So this went around for a month. Like the same pattern, no change. And uh, and I had made comfort in that uh, isolation of mine. So I was not, not meeting meeting anyone, nothing like hmm. I used to play with my best friend home on GTA. But uh, apart from that, no physical contact with anyone outside, you right. know, no, no nude people or anything like that. So it so seems like gaming and the gym have been uh, solace or distractions from what you Yeah, that's like, that's like my go-to when I have to avoid, like, throw out everything that I'm thinking about and be at one place where none of these things are going to haunt me. Right? Mm. Uh, Gaming with my best friend was like an actual escape from the reality that my visa was gone and I'm still stuck in Bangalore. That mm. was like a, I wouldn't say big help, but it did help me in a way or two, right? And even in gym, because in gym I was concentrating on working out, so that also helped me, you know, push out all of this. But the thing is, once it's over, I'm back to reality. Mm. So, so how? Did you and how did you actually come out from that whole isolation bubble? <laughs> so that's a nice that's a nice story to that. So one day I was in my room watching Netflix and my dad enters my room and he has been noticing that I've been isolating myself or being to myself too much nowadays. And he's like, he comes and he's like, uh, "Don't you have any friends?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's that's mean." Mm. And he, he just entered and he's like don't you have any friends the only friends that i see you talk to is either om or uh, my friend krutika so i'm like i'm like no i do talk to them be like no they're your only friends that's what i'm trying to tell you i'm like that's when it hit me you know I'm like what am i doing so you just isolated yourself and you were just talk talking to, to only these two, two people, people right? right and that's when i understood that actually what's happening mm-hmm. you know that this is mentally not hmm. good for me. And especially because you've had so many friends beyond yeah. these two people and the groups that you spoke yeah. about. I mean, I, I'm a person who likes to go outside. Hmm. And suddenly I'm stuck. I'm forcing myself to be inside a place just because I don't face the reality, you know. 
or I'm going through a mm. sad phase of life or rejection phase. So after that, I tried reaching out to few of my friends, uh, which didn't work out. We just spoke over the phone that one day and after that, there was no response. I'm like, okay, yeah, you can't force people to, just because mm. you can't force people to talk to you. Uh, but one day, out of the blue, one of my school friends, Bhumika, she texted me saying, I own, uh, you might not remember me, I'm Bhumika from this. So I went out, we met and it was like a, we never lost touch. Mm-hmm. Like we connected instantly. Like mm-hmm. After that, it's become a, our friendship has just grown back mm-hmm. to how it was in school days. You know, and yeah, I, I think that isolation part did play a mental like a part to screw with my mental health mm. because what i'm enjoying now like going or meeting Bumika, like going out for dinner lunches or meeting my friend home or my rides with my bike so it is it i mean i'm it's still there in my head that maybe i'm still in bangalore and mm. us is still a plan it's not a it's not a come to life it's still a plan but um, it's much better to not be isolating yourself, you know, hmm. in games or in just gym. So, um, just to, to end that that whole journey of you know going to the US studying, where are you right now with with that whole um, desire to go and study? So, um, so after the rejection of the US thing, we so we were supposed to apply again for visa uh, last semester, but Rochester had taken away my course MSHRD from their college. Discontinued it. Yeah. So not only was your visa rejected, but the course you got yeah. accepted to was and discontinued. I'm like, I'm like that time, I'm like, that, okay, this time I'm actually going, you know, what, everything's fine now, it will happen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so have you given up that dream no. now? So I'm reapplying to other colleges and, and now I'm waiting for the answers as of now. Okay. So if more, like, this month, I'm supposed to get answers. So if everything goes well and the visa goes well, I'm out by July. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So in by July, you'll be somewhere outside of India studying in a college. Yeah. Fingers crossed for that one. But I think it's brave that you've not given up on that and that dream and taken it all in your stride and come out of that because bubble also. I have been, I'm emotionally, mentally invested into this uh, U.S. education part. It's like a parasite now. <laughs> it's a, it's okay. a parasite right now. Like a good parasite. Okay. Good parasite. So, until and unless I go there, you know, okay. only when I go there, it's going to be like, okay, you're here, do whatever you want. <laughs> think of next steps. That's how you think you're going to get to remove the yeah. parasite. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So, um, I know you spoke about already uh, the two names that came up in this whole thing was Om, mm. your best friend, and then your dad also. But um, not just these two people. In general, um, I know you said that, you know, you have a big group of friends and you like to socialize and meet mm. people. But any significant, you know, people who have actually really played a significant role in your life so far and how have you know they they done that mm, i would say apart from dad and uh oh it would be my partner mm. uh, she's studying abroad as of now so it's a, a long distance now that's one more challenge by itself long distance 
right so uh, you're in a long distance relationship yeah, with yeah. her okay yeah um uh, she's, she's been a great like great great support throughout this whole us visa and everything she's been a great support mentally like, and emotionally right because during the phase of isolation if i was just isolating and not sharing it with anyone then it would be really toxic for me right somewhere to i had to vent it out i mean as i said before i'm not a person who vents out much so i now also i like now i'm better at venting out uh, i think i she understands me better right when you when you when you look at a partner you are supposed to you want them to understand you even if you don't understand yourself like if you are if something happening they should know that something something is happening right it's like we are on the same level hmm. like thinking wise like yeah we have a uh, we have our individual thinking process and she thinks different and i think different but when we put it on the same table we understand each other where she is coming from mm. or where i am coming from and i think that's that's really helpful you know uh, for this any kind of relationship if you were to take it yeah mm. so so apart from your your partner uh, talk to me about uh, your best friend <laughs> <laughs> so my best friend as i said om uh, even his name is om om kama uh, so we have been best friends since uh, we are we are, we are uh, kids and toddlers toddlers yeah chaddi buddies chaddi dost chaddi dost okay so uh, so we have seen each other grow like we have grown together literally like so there so we both are like uh, the fallback for each other mm. at our worst times and our great times so it's like a perfect best friend relationship we we play we, like during the pandemic we connected only through gta not physically at least virtually we are meeting Hmm. causing chaos but we are meeting okay and it was fun and uh, so after the lockdown uh, meeting him was like a uh, relief right? you know there there were there were few things that people wanted to do, do after pandemic like i'm going to go to goa i'm going there here for me it was like okay i'm going to meet him like we wanted to meet each other because staying inside the house has become like had become like a cooker and lot of pressure building up right, right. and generally you meet each other literally every, every day. day every day we meet each other every day so yeah that was great and um, yeah so that's home um what about your dad i think he's been quite a significant influence so how has he been that influence in your life I mean, like he's been a friend father figure like for me is like my mufasa is like my mufasa you know and yeah i do look up to him a lot and um you do i mean talk to me as in that whole gang of friends yeah. that you have right are there like um, anything anybody who significantly stands out uh, or um anything you want to talk about there you know in terms of relationship or you know people uh so in the gang one person would be krutika so she is someone that i found that a very genuine person mm. so even in, even though the group, group was healthy for me mm. still i felt little alone like because previous the previous experience and the trauma that whatever i had through them it won't go off so easily so i had to be little uh, hesitant here and there uh and uh, she was like a good friend you know she she still is 
So would would I be wrong if I said that there is more sort of comfort uh, having friends who are belonging to the female gender? Is there more comfort and happiness that you draw from? Yeah, that? actually, I do. Uh, I, I'm 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 very uh, comfortable with uh, female gender friends uh, because I don't know I'm just comfortable and I feel the warmth and I don't have to force myself into it. It just comes naturally. Like mm. I don't know, I, I can be relaxed with them. Mm. Right? Uh, if it is someone like, it's not like being with O. Mm. So if I'm meeting any other people outside, any set of men that I'm with, then it's like it. There's a top. There's a limit till where I can bond with them. Mm. And after that, it just gets boring. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not true with your female friends. No, I think it's. Uh, I think there's an effort that I put or it just naturally comes to me that mm. I try to uh, find a connection or find a bond mm. with these people. Mm. You know, it's not every time it works out, but when it does work out, it's, it's great. So I think it's it's more like a comfort zone, you know. Right. And like if, you, if you're asked to, where do you want to go uh, here or there, I'm like, of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, just you know sort of shifting tracks mm-hmm. a little bit um, as a 25 year old mm-hmm. living in like 2022 mm-hmm. what's like the the great thing about being young today so there are things that the freedom that we have the things that we can do at this time uh, there are things that weren't uh, allowed or were called taboo before and now it's just normal let it be in relationship or friends or uh, LGBTQ or so it's more like people have the freedom to explore at this mm-hmm. age yeah people will get judged and whatnot but at, at the end of the day it's your freedom you want to explore you can you want to make mistakes you can make mistakes you know? mm-hmm. so that's one that's one great thing about being 25 in 2022 mm-hmm. the normalization normalization of, of, of things that were taboo before yeah okay and What's not so great then about also being young? Our mistakes are put on a platform. I mean, everybody does mistakes. Hmm. You know, but our mistakes, if you do any mistakes and it's being labeled, these young people, hmm. they will never learn. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> the young blood, as they call it. So know? are you saying that previous generations were more forgiving of of mistakes than they are right now no but i think so on a whiteboard mm. if there's a black dot the first thing that everybody is going to look at the black dot no matter what how even if it's a small black dot it's a black dot for them it's like mistakes are meant to be done and learned from mm. right not to be taunted or or accused so i think when someone does a mistake uh, i think it should be more of a lesson than a regret Hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, so another question, uh, if you can, you know, throw some light on is how are like you and your peers really looking at the socio-political landscape right now, not just in India, but across? And do you have like dialogues or, you know, what, what are some of the things that you think so about as a, it? From, I'm not a political person at all. So I try to stay away from it as much as possible. I mean, I do read the news every day, but just to catch up with whatever is happening around the world or in India or in the society. If you ask me my political view, I won't 
have one because I feel that it's too stressful and right now it's too dirty. Mm. Right? Uh, me and Om do talk about it once a while if something comes up, but that's it. Mm. I'm not much of a person who talks about politics. Or... So is it overwhelming because it's so stressful, the whole climate? Uh, so it's like you read about something, someone or whatever, and you, f- you make opinion on them, mm. right? And in two days, we'll get a bad article on them in the paper and in the news. Mm. And then again, you have to make an opinion. And that's really too much. Okay. And I'm going to ask you this. You can, of course, choose to answer it. Because you come from Udupi also. Mm-hmm. And do, we do hear um, a lot of stories coming out from the entire Udupi, Mangalore yeah. region. Um, how does that make you feel? Because you are originally from there, right? I mean, um, the whole the sad part is that it's happening for yeah, in between school kids, mm. right? And in the place where they're supposed to be taught without discrimination of religion, clothing, and then this happens. It's mm. really sad. Uh, I think during my few days, I've been uh, in class in in college where uh, women used to wear hijabs and they used to come and it was. Uh, accepted by the college though it was a pure Hindu institution mm. right and I don't know why suddenly from where this mm. you know all this hijab thing came up I think it was all these years it was so peaceful and now suddenly out of nowhere you're saying that they can't wear this mm. because I think it's there it's again again it's a piece of it's a cloth where they wear it on their head or whatever that's up to them that's their religious practice I think we have to just let it be Okay. Um, so I know you've been cherishing this dream of, you know, going and studying outside of India, but uh, you have meanwhile also um, worked part time in your dad's organization. And now you've joined another um, company also. Um, I know your interest is, of course, working in the whole uh, HR space. But tell me a little bit about how it's been, you know, starting to work. What does it make you feel like, you know, as a 25-year-old working now? So I started off working in my dad's business, which was nice and fun, not much to do, you know. And now suddenly I'm into a proper uh, organization. Mm. So there are a lot of things which are stressful. But again, it's a learning experience, you know, Mm. Uh, let it be responsibility there are a lot of responsibilities that i have to keep in mind on a day-to-day basis right for example i just sacrificed my saturday and sunday for work which <laughs> which which i would have never done if i was in my dad's company you know okay. i'm working from uh, nine to six uh, it's a big difference that i see for myself in what i was doing in dad's company and what i'm doing in mm. uh, this organization uh, in fact, now dad is really happy that I'm learning responsibility in this new organization. I'm working from nine to six. <laughs> and on weekends. And sometimes. on weekends, like complete weekends. And he recently was like, uh, so I told him that I have work on Saturday and Sunday also. And he was like, uh, nice, nice, learn some responsibility. I'm like, Saturday, Sunday, who learns responsibility? <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, leave the responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, 
Um, now that of course you're meeting a lot of adults in, in your whole new workplace also um, and even otherwise what do you feel like you know we as adults should be actually talking or asking a lot more to you know young people apart from responsibilities um, so as, as I said uh, 20 from the age of 20 is a new phase of life for the for a teenager, right, is entering college. There's a college itself is a environment with many possibilities. We can which can be really good and it can turn really bad at the same time. When you're talking to a twenty year old or about twenty, I think you should be talking about his what is this, what's happening in his current uh, life. You know, what's he up to and uh, what's he liking, what's not liking, so that you know you you can give advice when something is going wrong or when you feel that is they're going wrong uh, so that they can either learn from your uh, advice or they can make the mistake and learn but at the end of the day learning is what what matters right and in this age it's very easy to get uh, corrupted by uh, products mm. you, you know drugs alcohol and all and i think that's where uh, adults need to be little friendly i wouldn't say be strict and say no drinking no smoking but be friendly and talk to them about all of this and you know let them know what what is your opinion on this you know so that even if they're going to do it they'll at least think about it they would have given it a thought mm. and you know built up their own opinion based on what the conversation they had with you right and apart from that maybe talk about what the differences between what their having like their present scenario and your present scenario so that the youngsters know their privileges mm. right because i think knowing what what privilege you have right now would help you respect what you have right and not uh, take it for granted mm. right so when you know that your parents have gone through this this and but for you it's coming so easily you, you have some respect for that you know, you have, you have you have a new way of looking at things. There's a new perspective of privilege to everything that you see, right? Mm. Um, okay, so ending with, of course, um, you know, going abroad, you've started applying to colleges again. But apart from that, what is it that you're really looking forward to? Uh... I think, again, meeting new people there, um, meeting new people, uh, exploring places, uh, again, meeting my partner there, you know, uh, it's, it's there, there are many things that I'm looking forward to, but it's not coming to my mind right now because right now my mind is stuck at getting my visa done, mm. <laughs> you know, but mostly it's like com the, the major thing is com completing my master's, right, and after that maybe getting an experience or two uh, working there and again exploring the place, the culture uh, and meeting, making friends again, yeah. Mm. Mm. So um, let's end by maybe you can share what have you been like, say, watching or listening or hearing in terms of media? Anything uh, you want to share? I started watching Vikings recently, the new Vikings. I don't know the complete name. Uh, so that I'm watching. Um, apart from that, I'm not listening to any podcast as of now because I'm busy with work. Because Saturday and Sunday is also taken. So <laughs> help. <laughs> <laughs> okay so well whatever time you have you watch i mean i make time like uh, mm. uh, so i work from morning nine to six seven sometimes it goes up to seven mm. or 
So if it ends early, then I go to meet home. And after that, if that's done, then I just come home and I'm on YouTube. I watch few videos on YouTube. Then what? All. What kind? So minor my videos are mostly about snakes. Okay. Yeah, my <laughs> videos are mostly about snakes, cars, bikes, or uh, random entertainment videos you know gaming videos but mostly it will be mostly about snakes or uh, wildlife kind of thing yeah so that is something of interest yeah that's, yeah i mean i i love snakes so any chance that i get i'm either on instagram looking at snakes or on youtube looking at them eat things <laughs> snakes eat things okay yeah. that's your thing all right great thank you so much for spending time you. and you know sharing your thoughts uh, look forward to you going to the us and yes. uh, wishing all that you desire comes true <laughs> thank you would like to thank everyone who has been listening to the podcast I'll be back with another episode in a fortnight.